Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. LGB, straight out of Ghana, stop guys. What up to you, One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheat code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show David here, One Up Gaming. Doing have a quick podcast now. It's going to be the One Up Gaming podcast 338. So I'm getting up there now with the higher numbers. And as always, please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Um, you can buy nice T-shirts like this, like the Drop Dead, now the <laughs> the Dead Space T-shirt. If you want to win this T-shirt. Just um, go on to any of our YouTube channel videos, subscribe, and just put Dead Space as a comment, and then we will go through that. We also have an Evercade cartridge to give away, which is the Interplay Collection 2, and this one, um, just go on to any of our videos, subscribe again, and put Evercade as the title, and get a chance to win that. And we also have... Another t-shirt to give away, which is our podcast t-shirt. Just go into any of our videos again and just put t-shirt. Subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. And that is the giveaways. So please, um, please, we're sponsored this week by um, Games Inspired Music. That is an audio, CD, music that was created for when we were doing our um, the animated sort of TV show that we were doing things fell apart, people died, people got in prison it weren't great, we lost money um, but we took the music from that and we made the, the, the actual music CD so please go and google games inspired music 20% of each sale will go to the child's play charity so please google, stream, buy Spotify, Amazon, all that sort of stuff. You'll find it, please. Great stuff. Hey guys, Justin here. 
I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I want to be able to get in the night. I'm sweating like a pig. I'm sweating like a pig. So, moving swiftly on into the games that we've been playing this week, and I guess we'll start with Super Monkey, whatever, I'll get this right, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. Now, I remember when Super Monkey Ball first came out on the Nintendo GameCube, and it was revolutionary. It was amazing. I loved how the game felt and how it played. Worked perfectly well with the analog stick, and yeah, it was just amazing. Think of it as a, a modern redoing of Marble Madness, a modern redoing of like Marble Madness, and in full HD sort of graphics, it looked amazing. Going after little bananas, trying to get your little monkey in a hamster ball through a, a, the goal, just very hard, very twitchy sort of like environments, puzzles, levels. Great game, absolutely amazing, loved it. I think this was only about £20, £25, like a HD redo on the like, PS4, PS5, Xbox, that sort of stuff. Still a good little game, I'd recommend it. Next up, Busby, The Woolies Strike Back. Now, Bubsy itself wasn't a bad game back in the 93, 94, that type of time when the original Bubsy and Bubsy 2 came out on the Mega Drive and probably Super Nintendo. Um, it was a fast-paced, maybe too fast, 2D platform game in the mold of Sonic when everyone was trying to make Sonic-inspired games with all the tube and just the actual... the, the ear, you know, the, the animal... The animal people standing straight wearing t-shirts and going, yo, it just didn't go well for a lot of these games and unfortunately this one lost a lot of fans when they did the, um, what was it, it was the, it was just Bubsy 3D one that was meant to be on the 32X and then it was meant to come out on the, like the Saturn and stuff and PlayStation and it eventually came out on PlayStation but it came out a few months after Mario 64 I believe it was so if it had came out a year before it might have been revolutionary but because it came out after Mario 64 and because the game, the whole game concept and system just didn't look very good in retrospect to what just came out, it just didn't do well. But this is the a modern retelling of the game, so going back to the 2D style, fast-paced platform game, 
and it just didn't play very well. The controls didn't feel sharp enough. The button configurations just didn't feel snappy enough. The character didn't move well enough, all that type of stuff, and it just felt a bit bleh. But that's my opinion. I believe there was a sequel to this game made as well, so like I said, we're trying to dump these out as quickly as they could, just with the, the Bubsy name. Uh, moving on to the next remake, then it was Alex Kidd in Miracle World. So I think I've got an Alex Kidd hat on. Um, but yeah, Alex Kidd in Miracle World was an amazing game that I had for the Sega Master System. And this game is basically that game, but with a new HD sort of style graphics. And you can also, I think you can press a button and it switches graphics back and forwards. And it looks alright, it plays alright. You can tell how games have evolved because this game now is really poor on this game. On this, this game it just plays poorly in my opinion. It looks okay but it looks more like those, like, do you know like the the HD phone games where they're very sharp and clear but they haven't got the details so it looks pretty weird. That's what this game looks like. So. Alex Kidd Miracle World DX, I wouldn't recommend it unfortunately, I just don't think it's held up well to modern games. Stylistics, the, everything on it just didn't play very well. Uh, but anyway, that's my opinion Alex Kidd. And next up we have LEGO Harry Potter Collection. Now, I don't know if it was last week when I was going on about the LEGO sort of games. I really don't like how the LEGO games play, they're really simple, really basic, but at the same time, very un... Like, you, you have to do little puzzly bits that just don't make sense to me. I mean, to a five-year-old it might be like second nature, but to me it's like, oh, how did I know to go around the back of that to pull that lever to make this one move? And it's just not signposted very well, the, the gameplay is just not there for me. So I'm not really going to go into it. If you like Harry Potter, you'd probably get a bit of a kick out of the retelling of the story and stuff. But I just don't think that these games hold up to me. Every Weasley. Weasley. Weasley, Weasley. And Weasley. Every Keeper. Quaffle. Hufflepuff. Hippogriff. Muggle. Mandrake. And more. So the next game that I played was Vampire Survivors. Now this one I never really played at all, even though it came out on the Xbox, like the it's not even the Xbox Golden Moon. I don't even know what the hell it's called now, the Yeah, the Xbox play any game that's included in the subscription service sort of mold. And it came out on that, never touched it, never thought about it. Heard other people talking about it, I'll give it a go, it sounds interesting. Downloaded it, it took about three seconds, like, oh that's not good. 
if a game takes three seconds it's not got much data and loads it up and it is just a top-down twin-stick shooter in essence very basic graphics you are just moving around the level trying to destroy all the enemies collect more power-ups, get more power get bigger spells, bigger stuff, survive longer and that type of thing and yeah I actually really enjoyed it, I thought it was a really good little game I enjoyed what I played and I just thought it looked nice I would easily recommend it, it's a really good game and it's one of those games that you can like lose track of where you are and just keep going and keep going and it's fun really fun next up Street Outlaws 2 Winner Takes All now this is another low budget sort of game is it Game Mill that makes all these sort of weird games and it's based on a TV show of street drag racing so with this one it shows you how to start the drag racing so you've got to burn your tyres, you've got to get in line, you've got to get off of the lights change the gears but then it's also got certain sections where it's like a proper little street race and circuit racing and it's low budget but it's well made for the budget and I'd have a guess that the game's only like £30, so about $30, $40, that sort of thing. So for a license I think it's really nice, it's a nice little game, I'd easily recommend these as a fun, not as like a oh I'm going to put loads of time and energy into it, it's just a nice little game to, to try. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. Now this one, I'm not going to go into a lot of it, but it's got a lot of, uh, like, it's got Game Boy, it's got um, NES, it's got SNES, Mega Drive, um, sort of collections on here. So it's got like a lot of the Game Boy games, so Rise of the Foot Clan, I think it was. It's got like the SNES games, so Turtles in Time. It's got the Mega Drive one, Manhattan, something in Manhattan, can't remember now. And it's got the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES game, which I loved. Rock hard, but I loved it. And it's got the Turtles um, Hyperstone Fighter. Not Hyperstone Heist, that was the Mega Drive one. Torn, just the Turtles Tournament Fighter was the fighting game. I'm getting completely confused here. But as a collection, it's got all those, and it's got all like backstory sort of like animation like drawings and styles and all sorts fun little thing I love these sort of collections when they do it right and that is basically the last games we've been playing this week I will just mention please keep an eye out for our Gran Turismo 7 series goes out every Monday our OUG's Fantasy League with Football Manager 23 mobile that goes out every Tuesday and we will try and get back on track with our Evercade series our Star Trek Online the Worst Game Ever series and the Ridge Racer 6 series. When we get time, when we get chance, we will try to get some of these things done. And that, my friend, is the games we've been playing this week, so I'll have a quick break and come back with the news. Fly through space, rescue cats, score big points. Download Per Rocket for free today. Visit www.perrocket.com. News! News! 
Still David, still 1UP Gaming, still episode 338 of the 1UP Gaming podcast. So we're going to go straight into the news and <clears throat> I'll get my little tablet out so I can do the screen recordy stuff. Um, so first up, EA strikes big money deal with the English Premier League after losing the FIFA name. So EA Sports is reported on the verge of agreeing a new six-year deal with English Premier League worth $488 million, or pounds. Um, a contract said to be worth more than double the value of the original deal. Uh, I guess that's so that they can get the exclusive deals, so the new FIFA game can't have them. Sky Sports reports the clubs were briefed on the deal on Friday, which is expected to bring in more than $80 million Pounds, I guess that's per team annually, maybe? Oh no, that'll just be like for everyone annually. In return, EA will retain the rights to some of the most popular teams in the world, including Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Newcastle. Uh, the new deal reflects the strength of the English Premier League, which has grown into the most profitable league in the world thanks to its lucrative TV deals, uh, allowing the, the major stars like Erling Haaland. So this is the English Premier League's ma- is a major catch for EA, which recently lost its FIFA license. After Group reportedly asked for some one billion dollars in addition to changing the name for the first time in nearly thirty years, EA Sports FC will lose access to the World Cup. However, ES- EA has signed deals with hundreds of teams and athletes, as well as well as more than thirty leagues, allowing it to retain real world names and venues. Uh, giving it a valuable edge of a Konami's Konami's e football series, which signed valuable deals including Barcelona, Man United, Inter Milan, but otherwise lags behind EA's soccer juggernaut in terms of licenses. The FIFA series, now renamed EA Sports FC, has been a juggernaut for EA. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great and it's gonna be weird. It's going to be really strange watching how this all unfolds because it's just crazy how how much money has been put into all this and I guess it's a lot of money that EA don't want to see fail. Um, so I guess we'll go into the next bit of news and that is a Division 2 fix accidentally made updates impossible. The Division 2 development team has notified players that a recent update has caused an error that is now preventing the team from updating the game at all. The Division 2 development team took to Twitter to explain the unfortunate situation, saying it was caused when they were trying to deal with a localization issue. While they were fixing that particular problem, another one popped up that brought down the build generation system for Division 2. This in turn broke the whole updating system. Uh, I don't know. It might be all sorted by the time you, you see this. But I think it's quite funny. I really do. It's it's horrible. It must be ass shitting times for the developer and everything involved because it could like, completely knack the whole thing. But what do you guys think? Leave comments in the chat because it's crazy that these things can happen in, in nowadays. Because um, like, what do you think? It's just it's madness. So I guess we'll go into the next bit of news, and that's 
Disney CEO says he stopped Kevin Feige from being fired in 2015. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, as we know and love, could have been very different as Disney CEO Bob Iger recently said he stopped Marvel Studios president from being fired back in 2015. As asked about the first part of the women's chairman getting a board seat at Disney. He would no longer be vying for a seat in the board, still the whole process appeared to be strained, blah, blah, blah. When asked for a surprise, uh, was so keen at having joined the board, caused a feud between Iger and Perlmutter? No idea. Iger snuck an interesting tidbit for MCU fans. Well, I think that's a curious dynamic that I think you know. Our filings indicate that both Ike and Nelson were working together to try to encourage the board, convince the board to put Nelson on the board. Oh, I've, it's rubbish. I don't have a clue about any of these things. It's just nonsense stories that I don't care about. Or is that just me? Is that just me being trivial? Even if he'd have been sacked, there'd have been other people that would have done the Marvel stuff. Because there's too many people in to make it fail now. Next up. Spider-Man Noir live-action series is coming to Amazon. A live-action series following Spider-Man Noir is coming to Amazon. As Variety reported today and IGN can confirm. The outlet reports the series will follow a grizzled superhero in the 1930s New York. And that will be set in its own universe. Not following Peter Parker as the main character... The show was developed by Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse producers Phil Lord and Christopher Miller and Orion Uzil, who will write and ex executive produce. It's the latest attempt from Sony to widen its Spider-Universe, who's been cranking out movies like The Bill of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and its upcoming sequel to Venom's films and last year's much less successful Morbius. Which is weird because I thought Morbius was better than the Venom movies, but that's just me. Lastly though, Sony is attempting to move the IP into live action television, having struck a deal with Amazon last year to develop multiple shows based on characters in Spider-Man's universe. Silk, Spider Society was the first TV show announced as part of the deal. Never heard of it. Part of the Marvel Noir universe, Spider-Man Noir was created by, oh god, too many people to think. He's made another appearance throughout Spider-Man, including 2010 Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions game, Disney XD series Ultimate Spider-Man, and the most recently Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, where he was voiced by Nicolas Cage. Did not know that. Did not know he was voiced by Nicolas Cage. But, um, yeah. Spider-Man on Amazon. What do you guys think? What do you think? So we'll go into the next bit of news. <clears throat> And that is, Disney is to lay off 7,000 employees in effort to cut 5.5 billion in costs. In its first earnings call since returning as Disney CCO, not not CCO, CEO, Bob Iger announced the company would be laying off 7,000 employees as they venture to cut back 5.5 billion in costs. The layoffs will impact almost all of Disney's various brands. Um... So yeah, so what do you guys think? Because there was a lot of crap thrown at Microsoft when they said they were laying off people. I've not heard that much negativity towards Disney when they've announced they're laying off these people. But I guess it's... I'm not in the in the news area for Disney, so I'm not really that bothered. Um, 
so we'll I mean leave comments please we'd love to hear what you guys think um, next bit of news which is weird and um, because the game itself was said to have been in the works but Metro Prime Switch Remaster is getting a shadow drop on the Nintendo eShop so after years of rumours Metro Prime is finally getting a remaster on Nintendo Switch and it's out on the eShop well, a few days ago now so it was out on the February the 8th February the 9th that sort of time it was announced during Nintendo the, the Nintendo Direct remaster will feature new twin stick controls much plus much better uh, and a physical release was also announced and that will be coming out in a week or two now um, so it came out on the GameCube in 2002 and the original game because it only had one analog stick it was like the old Resident Evil 4 where you had to move around and then when you had to shoot at someone you had to press a button and then you could control the movement but you couldn't move at the same time it was weird so it's much more like a first person strategy action-y sort of platform game which I guess that's what they were going for this new one it features full twin stick analog controls like a modern uh, first person shooter but anyway the fourth game will be coming along nicely and I, guess, I hope this will get the fans interested in that fourth game um, but yeah what do you guys think of Nintendo just um, announcing and dropping this straight away which is good but I guess it goes to show that the game's been ready for a while now and they were just like we don't have the marketing bother to try and push this sort of game out but anyway next up Disney Illusion or Disney Illusion Island materialises this summer uh, for the classical Disney geek yarning for some good old fashioned Mickey Mouse nonsense today's Nintendo Direct gave us a new look at the upcoming 4 player co-op platformer Disney Illusion Island and it, come, and it came along with a release date of July 28th 2023 uh, so it was first shown off in last year's in, was first shown off in September of last year's D23 where we got a look at co-op play with Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Goofy. New trailer shows us a bit more of each character's unique animations power-ups. So I mean I don't know this game I've not seen it in motion I'm only seeing like the these sort of things. It looks kind of like the Rayman Legends sort of game uh, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's what it looks like. Uh, but anyway, what do you guys think of the new Disney game? Do you think that the new game is what we want? Or do you reckon it's just, just more rubbish that's just going to come out and after a few days no one's going to talk or think about it and then we'll move on with our boring, pathetic little lives. Next up. Toy Story, Frozen and Zootopia sequels are all in the works. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that during um, today's Q1 earnings call, although he didn't offer any additional details, adding that they'll have more to share about those productions soon, he called the franchise involved investment an example of how they are leaning into our unrivaled brands. A move towards banking on franchises isn't a wholly surprising one, especially after original animated movies like last year's Strange World have struggled in the, at the box office, and all three of the series I can mention grossed one billion at the global box office in their recent outfits. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not that bothered. I'm not, I'm not a massive Disney fan. I'll watch some bits and bobs, but I'm not a massive Disney fan. <clears throat> so, next up, what we have is... As I go through the buttons and screens and clicks and stuff. Microsoft and Activision respond to the UK government's concerns over Xbox's Activision Blizzard deal. UK government CMA published its provisional findings early today, February the 8th, which raised concerns over the deal potentially leading to higher prices, fewer choices and less innovation for gamers. Xbox exclusivity over Activision's premier franchise, Call of Duty was frequently mentioned in the report, but Microsoft has maintained its desire to bring these games to other platforms. We are committed to offering effective and easily enforceable solutions that address the CMA's concerns, said Microsoft Corporate Vice President and Deputy General Counsel Rima Aleli. Oh, don't, I'm sorry. Our commitment to grant long-term 100% equal access to Call of Duty to Sony, Nintendo, Steam and, other pre and others preserves the deal's benefits to gamers and developers and increases competition in the market 75% of respondents to the CMA's public consultation agree that this deal is good for competition in UK gaming. Um, I don't know. It's, we don't really need to go in about all these sort of things. But, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in the near future, won't we? Because like, we don't know what's going on. I don't have a clue. I don't think anyone really knows anything of these things. Um, and I guess we just have to wait and see what is said to be sort of happening. Um, so I guess we'll go to the next bit of news. And the next bit of news is Atari is releasing a $1,000 box set for its 50th anniversary and it's only making 100 of them. So basically this is going to be 10 Atari 2600 cartridges with reimagined artwork, acrylic toppers that light up when inserted into the console, and more. Um, so, which hold Adventure, Missile Command, Warlords, Super Breakout, Crystal Castles, Haunted House, Yars Revenge, Centipede, Asteroids, and Gravatar. Also features a remastered version of their original key art. Do you know what? These little pictures that I can see here look amazing. If anyone wants to give us these to review and look at, I would love to have these on my shelf. They look amazing. So they also have cardstock posters, instructional manuals with bonus material, hard enamel pins, enamel, patches, certificates of, authentic certificates of authenticity, and a digital copy of each game that can be played on the Atari VCS. Now I'd love to have the Atari VCS, but it's hard to get all of them in the UK. If that wasn't enough, when you put all 10 cartridges together, they display the Atari 50th anniversary logo, making it perfect for any collector, collections, collector's shelf. The collection is currently pre-production, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Again, it, this looks mint. I would love to have these. So then the next bit of news that we have after that is... More animated movie madness, so Resident Evil Death Island is a new CG animated film releasing this summer. Uh, exclusive teaser trailer for the sequel to Resident Evil Vendetta that stars Leon S. Kennedy, Chris Redfield and more. 
So when Vizak released it, the first details of Resident Evil Death Island revealed the story that will take a hero to San Francisco to deal with the zombie outbreak, and Alcatraz appears to be a, the key to solving this disaster. Uh, Resident Evil Death Island is directed by Assassin's Assassination Classrooms, never heard of it. Screenplays from Psycho Pass, never heard of. As a fourth uh, in- installment in the CG animated film series based on the beloved game franchise, first two were 2008's Resident Evil Degeneration and 2012's Resident Evil Damnation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big Resident Evil. I'm, I, uh, I like Resident Evil. I just don't really. I just play the game a little bit and then see what happens. Um. <clears throat> So I guess if you're interested in any of these things, leave comments and we'll answer you. Answer? We'll reply. We don't know what we're doing half the time. But we'll reply in the in the comments section and see what's going on. So next up, the Fantastic Four director walked away from Star Trek because the MCU was just too hard to pass up. Or it was the fact that a lot of money was passed over. Fantastic Four director Matt uh, Shackman has revealed he walked away from Star Trek 4 to join the MCU as the opportunity was just too hard to pass up. Speaking to Time Warp, the Shackman had no nothing but nice things to say about his time developing in the fourth modern Star Trek film alongside J.J. Abrams and Paramount. Had a great time working on Star Trek for a little over a year, working closely with J.J. Abrams and everyone at Paramount. And I love that franchise and I love the cast that J.J. put together and it would have been an unbelievable pleasure to work with them on the fourth installment there. However, the road to bringing Star Trek 4 to life hasn't been on the, the smoothest one. Shackman just felt it was the right move to go back home to Marvel. I, I have no idea who you are, mate. Movies of different journeys and momentums and schedules are a little bit uh, mercurial. And so when the Fantastic Four tune opportunity came up, it was just too hard to pass up and go and to go home, back home to Marvel, a place where I worked on WandaVision. Yeah. With those people are wonderful collaborators. Really it's a family there, blah blah blah, all these other rubbish. He just got paid a load of money to come back over, didn't he? That's what happens. Don't blame him. Star Trek 4 has been in development hell for a very long time. Um, but again, Money Talks and Disney have a boat ton of money. An absolute cluster of cash. So I guess we'll move next to the bit of news, and that is Nintendo Direct February 2023. So every bit of announcements. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom gets a new gameplay trailer, collector's edition, and Link Amiibo. Does, do people still buy Amiibos? I don't know. Whoa. The collector's edition will cost $130. The normal Switch version will be $70. For a game that's like 12, as it's 16 or 18 gigs, which isn't a great deal nowadays. But anyway, it'll be released on the 12th of May 2023. Metro Prime Remastered has been released on the Switch today, which was the February the 8th. And from all intents and purposes, it's an amazing game. It's really been well done. Pikmin 4 gets a release date and developer revealed alongside an adorable dog helper. Uh, So Pikmin 4 will be released on Switch on July 21st, 2023. I actually thought Pikmin 4 was out, but that must have been Pikmin 3. 
Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games will be available on the Nintendo Switch Online as of February the 8th. Um, all Nintendo Switch Online subscribers will have access to the Game Boy games, while those with the expansion pack will get access to Game Boy Advance games. So I guess if you want to pay more, you actually can get a little bit more games. So the games available, Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins, Coins. The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyle's Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, Wario Land 3 and Kirby's Dream Land. The games, blah, blah, blah. so the Game Boy Advance games are The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap, Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros 3, that's just too weird, why call it Advance 4, Mario Bros 3, it's just weird, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games with its dollar sign, that's the Kuru Kuru Kurian, which is quite a cool little puzzle game with a spinning sticky I've got to try and fit through levels and stuff. Mario Kart Super Circuit and the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. All these games are available, blah 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 blah. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Boot Camp release date revealed, so that'll be coming on April 21st, 2023. And is it just me that still thinks it looks like a mobile game? America 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 4 adds Yoshi's Island and Birdo. Um, Splatoon 3 Expansion, I don't care. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe gets a new trailer and demo ahead of its February the 24th release date, so that's basically out now. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass, I don't care. Fight Emblem DLC, I don't care. Disney Illusion Island brings some Disney magic to the Switch, meh, will it really? Sea of Stars release date and demo, never heard of it. Octopath Traveler 2, which I did actually like Octopath Traveler. Uh, Bayonetta Origins gets new gameplay demo trailer thing. Dead Cells returns to Castlevania to get a new look of its March 6th release date. Uh, I'm just looking through some of these. Tron Identity will let players enter the grid. Never heard of it. New Professor Layton game. Yeah. Samba de Amiga Party Central will have you dancing in the summer 2023. Now I did like uh, Samba de Amiga on the Dreamcast, that was quite fun. Uh, Life is Strange developer Don't Nod announces Harmony the Fall of Rivera? Rivera? I don't know. Fancy Life Eye, I have no idea, it looks weird. The Love of Katamari re-roll, is that just a remake of the old ones? Ghost Trick Phantom Tech. I'm sure that Ghost Trick was an old game as well. Uh, Omega Strikers is a free to play online multiplayer soccer air hockey game. Oh god. Fashion Dreamers, no. Decker Police casts players as a futuristic police detective. Master Detective. Uh, yeah. That was a long segment. I hope you could stick away, stick along with that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Nintendo. Um, do you think they're doing well? I think they're just riding it out for another couple of years before they can release their new console. So Nintendo <clears throat> Nintendo Switch Online adds Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. I guess we've already talked about this, but I will just sort of say that some of the emulation on these games in the past have been a bit sketchy, but these emulators for these games are actually really good. Some good games to choose from. It's just a shame that they're starting to muddle their online service because you have to have the base version, you have to have the expansion service and all these other bits and bobs. 
Um, I get what I don't know what you'd have to pay about 20, 30, 40 pounds a year for the service. I don't know. I got rid of Nintendo Switch. I was sick of it. I didn't play it. It was just something to use when I was at the toilet. Um, last bit of news that I've got on here. And that is more in line with what we'd already discussed. And that is like Nintendo starting to go to $70 with some of the games. So Nintendo will determine a $70 price on case-by-case -case basis. Which to me that means any games they believe they can hype up and get money for will be $70. Depending on if it's a good game or if it's not a good game. If it's a big game, if it's not a big game. Um, anything that big budget sort of feel to the games I think they'll push as a $70 game. Um, yeah, uh, if I was Nintendo, I'd have probably waited until their next machine to actually do a seventy-dollar price point. Price point. Because I mean, look at the the Horizon Forbidden West. Um, I believe that was a hundred and eighty gig that game, and that's seventy dollars. I know you can't all just go in gig size, but looking at this, the new Nintendo Zelda game is 18.2 gigabytes so you can see it's 150 something gig lower than what that is and I know as I say you can't always go by the gig sizes and stuff but as a base sort of level it's like you can see the amount of um, data in the game with all the assets you know the the high res imagery and stuff um, but yeah we'll I'll just get rid of that one um, <clears throat> so I guess that is the news for this week and we'll go into this week's top 40 so number 40 Just Dance 2023 Lego Brawls Lego Harry Potter Collection Pokemon Shining Pearl Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach which I've never heard of Horizon Forbidden West at 35 Spongebob Squarepants, The Cosmic Shake, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Super Mario Bros, Ultimate, Fire Emblem and Gage, number 30, The Last of Us Part 1, Nickelodeon Kart Racers, Battlefield 2042, Super Mario Odyssey, Grand Theft Auto, The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition, NBA Live, no, not NBA Live, God, at number 25, NBA 2K23, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Mario Party Superstars, The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild, number 20, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Legends, Arcarus, Mario Tennis Aces, Splatoon 3, number 15, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, Sonic Frontiers, Pokemon Violet, Mario Strikers Battle League Football, Grand Theft Auto 5, and the top 10, Number 10, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Number 9, Minecraft. Number 8, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number 7, Dead Space. Number 6, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number 5, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number 4, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number 3, FIFA 23. Number 2, God of War Ragnarok. And number 1, brand new, Hogwarts Legacy. And that's thanks to the Games Press and the GFK Entertainment All ch Software Charts. And thank you to them. So that, my friends, is the podcast. It's the One Up Gaming podcast, episode 338. Uh, please go to the website, oneupgaming.co.uk. 
please check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. You can buy t-shirts like this and all of our other sort of designs. Go to our website, um, top right corner, it's got online store. And now on the YouTube channel, it's just below where the video feed is. We've actually managed to link them there. Um, the game spread music is available now. You can download it, you can stream it. 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play Charity. We also have the audiobook, uh, our, whether, no, I've lost it, then I saw the other there, I can't be asked. Our audio, <clears throat> audiobooksontape.com has our first 100 podcasts, and you can buy that, and £1 of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK charity. We have Amazon links on the website, so please click on them. It basically just says that you come from our website, and they give us a little tiny 50p every time, just to say thank you for advertising. We are on Facebook, so please follow us at One Up Gaming. We're on YouTube, please subscribe, share, like, and that is just One Up Gaming. It's the white logo that um, I don't even know where it is on this. Oh, I don't know. It's it's at the bottom somewhere. It's the the very simple, plain, nice-looking logo, which I enjoy. I thought it looked really nice and clean. Um, yeah, so that is basically that. If you want to watch us on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash official. And if you want to tweet us, it's at official. And email us any questions, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. We're in the current midst of hiring new staff. And when I say hiring, I mean um, good, nice, kind people that want to get involved in games and get involved in videos. Um, our, anything that you produce on for YouTube... I will give you 100% of all the the monetization that generates from that. So if you have a good ideas, good videos, then please come on board and we can do that. And sort of like the reviews, <clears throat> we get the reviews sent in. We send the codes out to you guys so you can write the, the reviews. So you're basically getting the games for free. And as I say, some of these games, 70, 80, 100 pound. So it can save you a little bit every now and again. Um, and that, my friends, is episode 338 of the One Up Game podcast with me, David, saying thank you, and we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly, because you deserve a better life. Hi. Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going. All night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. 
But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.